You're listening to the Amber Lecturer. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald Reprobates podcast with myself, Derek. And James. This is episode 73 and your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to go ridiculously late to the cinema to see a film that just about had a screening left. Out since the start of August. Is that how long it was? Because I know I was away and that kind of put us off and then I don't know what else held us up, but we haven't got to the cinema in a while, but we did. We went along this week to see uh, Mission Implausible. Five at this day, six, five, mm, five, and five. Yeah, but they stopped numbering them and just giving them names. So yeah. this is Rogue Nation. Yes, it is. Um, it's a hoot and a holler. It really is. It's it's a popcorn movie at, at yeah. its very best. And the first scene where Tom comes bombing out and hanging off a taking off plane. Yeah, to yeah down to him drowning and becoming a cabbage and <laughs> <laughs> as we we figured like that the the, the realistic version of you know this kind of death. The whole he she how it should have ended thing that they do on uh, YouTube, like just has him sitting there like Stephen Hawking just yeah. dribbling on himself and he's she can't even talk. Doesn't he's even know chasing people around his motorized wheelchair. Yeah, because it, I mean the stuff that happens in this film, it just yeah. so sixteen concussions. Yeah, drowns, <laughs> fucking electrocuted, everything. You know, I mean, we actually said it when you came out. So much happens in the film that you actually can't recall every now. That's a film that definitely needs a second watch. It does. And not because it was kind of too smart for you, just because so much yeah. shit happened. Bike chases. Every half hour car- or something major happening, some sort of major event. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, the thing that I didn't like about the direction it was going about two movies ago when they started introducing Simon Pegg was I didn't like that element of comic relief that they were aiming for. But I have to say, like, it really works now because this film they've gotten so ridiculous that you kind of have to throw in the, the odd chuckle to keep you know show everybody you know this isn't bond or this isn't born like you know this is mission impossible yeah. although we do have born in it kind of yeah well you do yeah you've born 2.0 um but yeah i think like, there was actually some parts that like were just laugh out loud funny like and not, i don't think intentionally but we're laughing just yeah. going no fucking way the third backflip of the car going yeah. backwards yeah exactly and when a car is flipping like a like a fucking olympic gymnast yeah. it's a 14 year old chinese girl it was only short of like finishing off with, like a triple somersault in the yeah. air landing on its bonnet and going the two of the boys throwing their arms at the window going ta-da mm. <laughs> but uh and nobody seen the when the guy in the bike pulled up nobody's seen the boys in the four by four coming after him yeah how focused on tom cruise was that biker guy <laughs> with his menacing slow walk out the guy why does nobody ever just why didn't he stay on the bike just take out the gun go choop, choop, in the fucking window <laughs> the two of them are clearly just hanging <laughs> there upside down in the car just shoot the two of them in the face drive off credits film's over but now menacingly walks slowly towards and tud gets a smack in the four by four the renner and um not green mile bing rams bing rams but um no, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. You know, it's it, to me, like I said, you get the comic book movies and, you know, I know you, I fully accept your beef with them, but I still enjoy them. And, you know, you got your Barnes and your Bonds and all, but this is this is your summer blockbuster. This is the epitome of switch off the brain. Just no, no, go you, in. you can't. You've got to figure out what's going on. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. much double crossing, triple yeah, well, crossing, yeah, and yeah. who's crossing who. This is what I'm saying. It's, I think it pretty much equates to like 
taking four rights if you're driving like mm-hmm. you know i mean you're going to end up back where you are right. so i think there's that many double crosses and triple crosses that it actually ends up that i think they're actually all mates if, if you really do the maths on it it's it's the, it's like um you know we joked about our saying the the saturday night live skit with will ferrell and christopher walken and christopher walken keeps coming in saying you know what, guy? We need more. I'm not even going to try to do a walk. Yeah, and I, I started there. I was like, that was a pretty bad impression. Yeah. Coming in looking for more cowbell. It's like, like I say, it's like somebody was signing off on checks. Some producer or something was holding back the checkbook and he gone, no, no, lads. I'm not watching this test screen and it needs more double crosses. It does. I'm just not sure people get how these are double crossing each other. Yeah. Has Simon Pegg double crossed Ving Rhames yet? Yeah. <laughs> no. It, like, there was. It was literally like you're kind of going... You had your woman being double-crossed by her boss in MI6 or MI5, yeah, whatever it the is. best hairdo in oh, film this yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> you have um, your man is double-crossing, like the guy who actually is running the syndicate, he's technically double-crossing, you know, the, the same British guy. intelligence. Yeah, the same guy that's double-crossing your woman to double-cross him. And he, the guy with the hair is double-crossing the British Prime Minister. Yes, um, and then Cruz is... Uh, being double crossed well you're potentially led to believe he's been double crossed by Renner at one stage um, Renner's double crossing Baldwin yeah Renner's double crossing Baldwin Cruise Baldwin double then ultimately Baldwin. double crosses the Committee. Senate or whatever it is he has to talk to it's like I say there's just there's just not enough double crossing in this movie no it should have been called you know Mission Impossible double cross <laughs> they would have got to just give us the Ron Seal name on it yeah. let, let us know what we're getting in for here I have a question since we're watching it Oh, come on, how's one? Only do, one? Yeah, this is the main one. Okay. Does Simon Pegg get f- free tickets to the opera in Vienna for two? Does he have no mates who want a weekend in Vienna? Um, no, no. I gotta if, assume if, 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 no, no, because he's the techie guy sitting there playing fucking Halo. All his mates if, are... If you walk up to this, this chick in a coffee shop and say, I have two tickets to the opera in Vienna, all expenses paid, surely he'll find somebody... I, d- I didn't you. get this from the film but I have to imagine in hindsight that he had to assume it was Hunt sent him those tickets because other than that why would you even just I didn't enter any competition <laughs> to win tickets to the opera I don't like the opera I don't particularly fancy Vienna this weekend I've no holiday leave left I mean mm-hmm. there's so much could have went wrong in Hunt's plan if, yeah. <laughs> if Peg just hadn't bothered comingly like, there you go again credits film's over before it even started That's, and it's been it was played through the film. I think it was the Champions League music from the opera. Right. The the play at the start of the Champions League. I ca- I meaning to check it today, but I never got around to it. Okay. But I, I, they kept mixing it in I through the rest I of the film. I vaguely know that. I mean, me being the football buff that I am, I think I, think I vaguely know the one. Yeah. Do you want to look it up or? Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, throw your eyeball, throw your ear hole to it there. Yeah, no, I have to say, because I did, I only watched... I kind of I watched them in reverse, get them as far back as two, in anticipation of watching this one. This was back in July, so I started off with Ghost Protocol, and the cool thing about it is, at the end of Ghost Protocol, before um, Tom Cruise walks off into the smoke and disappears, he takes a call, and there is mention of the syndicate. So like, these guys obviously had this all planned out. Like, there was a lot of forward thinking in where this movie was going, and then I went back then to part it was part four i think it was ghost no ghost protocol yeah was the one that got ludicrous like him he was in suction cups like fucking yeah, daffy up duck up or something climbing up the fucking side of a building or whatever it was part three i think was kind of the more serious one that was the one with um 
was a Seymour Hoffman, is that his name? Yes. Played the villain in it. And that was that was more legitimate spy movie. I would argue that one and three were fairly legitimate spy movies. Two got a bit ridiculous. I mean, as soon as you have guys fighting, like literally with motorbikes, not on motorbikes, like literally throwing the back wheel up and like hitting people with motorbikes and all, that's when you start stepping into the realm of what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. And everybody's crazy. pulling off face masks. Yeah. Everybody's Scooby doing the shit out of it. Like everybody's got these face masks and apparently bone structures and all the height and weight. Nah, it doesn't matter. Once you put on this mask. Yeah, you are here. Yeah, I could be Usain Bolt if I just get the Usain Bolt mask. Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't matter that I probably weigh twice what he weighs. <laughs> like it's just, I'm Usain Bolt once I got this mask. But um, now nah, it was a good movie. It really was. Did you find the Champions League music? Yeah, I don't think it's that. It ah. sounds similar though. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, so the Mission Impossible. What would you? What do you reckon? Rating? Good. Seven. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I give it. A, I would. I'd call it a solid seven. I definitely. It's a popcorn movie. I could definitely sit down and watch it again. All movies are popcorn movies. What sort yeah. of weirdo doesn't enjoy popcorn <laughs> with their movie? Yeah. I think we've been brainwashed by the cinema people to, to do mm-hmm. that. Um, I don't. If I go by myself, I don't get popcorn. I get coffee. Okay. Fair enough. Which. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know what's the one that uh, I've done it a few times myself and um, when you're sitting in the cinema and all of a sudden you get the waft of a McDonald's or something, you're going to go, oh, some crafty bastards have to sneak in a Big Mac in here. Yeah, or go, what film did we go to see where some annoying pricks after bringing a Big Mac in here? Yeah, well, to be fair, that was the difference between somebody going, oh, I brought a Big Mac and somebody actually handing out a meal to their whole family. Like yeah. there, was a, there was about six of them in front <laughs> of us and they were like, see, sure, broken, that was mine. Hang on, I didn't ask for pickles. Fucking passing yeah. shit back you, and forth. you got a ketchup or a mayonnaise here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, there is. It's always like you just get that, the odd time it'll happen, you get that smell, you just gonna go, oh, some fucker's got a Big Mac back there. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to hear like the Tupperware dish opening and then someone with a fucking curry or something <laughs> picking it up and out fucking curry on the way down. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'd say a solid seven. You got a chicken ball in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're talking on your phone, is a bit of popcorn. Yeah, just make a fucking chicken ball or a, a bit of sauteed chicken mm-hmm. on the skewer, just fucked at the back of your head. But right, Mission Impossible, a solid seven. We'll uh, since we're talking about films, you might as well keep that vein going along. It is that time. The movie box of doom and boobs and yeah, ghost boobs. <laughs> it was um, 2009's yes. After Dot Life. Yeah, what was the what's the title? After Dot Life. What's that about? No idea. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, does it? No. Um, but after it was, Dot it wasn't Life, a typo. You called it. You said it was a typo last week. It wasn't. No, yeah, I, I did, but <laughs> I was wrong. Um, couldn't find a budget on this. Don't know why. Uh, box office of a mere two mil. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, twenty six percent by the critics, thirty three percent by the viewers. Um, now before we get into talking about it, I think that those scores are a little harsh. Yeah, it's not that bad of a movie, and even some of the reviews I read, like you know, you couldn't help but when they're gathering the information, stumbling across a few bits and pieces and write ups and all. And I have to say, I don't know what the qualm was. I've seen worse movies. It's yes. you know, okay. Ultimately, you're left with a couple of questions. Um, long and short of it being, she ends up in the morgue after a crash. She remembers nothing of it. By the end of the movie, you're being sold that he's literally burying her alive. Like so, obviously the drugs he was giving her that he was saying, "Oh, this help you relax your muscles." Blah blah blah. And obviously, weren't they were, whatever the fuck, some sort of shit to keep her kind of docile and somewhat comatose and what have you. Yeah, but um. Yeah, the whole the timeline at the start confused the hell out of me. In what way? I mean, he said she died eight hours. 
Yeah, beforehand. funny. I was trying to count like, that up when he said that the was, coroner's report was signed off on yeah, nine at like nine forty-five. Yeah, roughly nine o'clock. But that puts him in the morgue at a quarter to six in the morning dealing with her. Yeah, but he wasn't in the morgue. He was at his place. He's a undertaker in his own business establishment. Yeah, like she should have been in the hospital morgue until the next of kin organizes burial, picks an undertaker. Yeah, you see, that's the part that. Oh, you could say you'd be left scratching your head with the same way like by the very end of the film Justin Long is on a slab and you're kind of going mm. well okay you know but I think what happened was the gist that I got from it given that you see him in the van that was the van that kind of ran her off the road at the start did you cop that? yes yeah and so I'm assuming that coroner's reports or whatever were forged by him I don't think that those people made it to a hospital at all yeah but that's not the point <laughs> like if you're Telling the, the the supposed dead person like not, that's a bit strange. Like, next to kin should have organised. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure like if you're lying on a slab and told you're dead, the last thing you're worrying about is the timeline of when, what time you got to that slab. At. You're not going to go. Yeah, hang on a minute. What time was it now, there, uh, Mister Mortician? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, funny. Should I not still yeah. be in the hospital? You died eight hours ago. But that was half eight at night. Yeah, but it was um like I say. Earlier in the film, when when you force air breathe on the mirror and he wipes it off, the thought did cross my mind. I kind of went, "Well, hang on a minute, how the fuck can ghosts? Yeah, ghosts breathe." But then you know, it wasn't quite as clever as Sixth Sense in the fact of not letting her see or talk to people or anything like that. But you know, there was the time where she called him Justin Long, but at that stage he's already been having what were kind of somewhat nightmares already about her. So he assumes he's kind of going a little bit fucking do lally going on oh, I'm, I'm hearing yeah. things or whatever but uh now i think i say i thought it wasn't a bad film at all no the only bit that again now just thinking out loud is the, the bit that kind of didn't make sense to me and i guess you could just put it down to the drugs he gave her was the bit where like she's talking to the other dead people remember she kind of gets pulled into the doorway into the kind of like what looks like a yes an infinite kind of void or something like that and then some child is talking to her and then she goes back into the room so was that actually just her having a nightmare? Like, was she... Yeah, sure, why not? Just a long had nightmares. Yeah, was she asleep and affected the drugs and what mm. have you? But no, I thought it was... It wasn't a bad movie. No, it was... Like it was I say, it, it definitely wasn't a... Uh, you know, what, what did I say? 26 and 33, yeah. wasn't it? Like, it mm. definitely wasn't that low of a movie. I mean, the, the, I've seen worse with higher scores. Yes. And I thought everybody was grand. And I mean, just in long, I can take or leave and just about anything. I'm not... I'm not, you know, I'm not overly sold on him. I don't hate him, don't like him. He's just, he was grand in dodgeball. He was brilliant in Zach and Mary, but I think that was more just kind of the part he was playing, like, and he played it so well. But other than that, like, in Die Hard and all, again, maybe it's just a film that I didn't it, really enjoy him in. Is what a lot of people is the, the part they're playing, the film. Yeah, um, Christina Ricci. I've always had a thing for Christina Ricci, though, and it always kind of reassures me. Ever there, since like, Wednesday Adams. Yes, and that's the thing because I don't know. If, but it, that's fair enough because you were 12 at the time. Yeah, you see, this is the thing. Mm. This is the weird thing where I, even as a kid, I would have seen her and thought that she was a kid. Cause maybe it's because she was portraying a kid, but I felt that maybe I was a little old for her or something. But it's not. She's actually only one year younger than me. Yes. She, was, she was born in February of 1980. So she's um, she's 35 to my 36. So I mean, you know what I mean? Christina Ricci could get it on. Because um, she is. There's something about her. And she's not drop-dead gorgeous. But you know, no, there's just she has so- that weird-looking head. Yeah, I think I think she looks better with a bit of weight on her for sure. Then sometimes she's mm. fairly she gets fairly thin, and when she smiles, she gets this weird shape to her face when she smiles when she's thin. But um, the, remember I said last week about the the, the breast reduction thing. I, I just kind of googled it to, to see was there any 
proof or you know what but supposedly it's something she denies and says no i didn't so it could be just down to weight loss it could be because you know well a woman's body naturally will change and shit changes shape and all but if you're you mean because she has she's just there's some films was that that was that um what was the one where black snake moan and she was mad skinny and tied to a radio I didn't see it, but I just know of it with Samuel L. Jackson, wasn't yeah. it? He yeah. tied it to a radiator. Yeah, but she mad chain. skinny and that. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, it could just be that because I can't imagine, like, you know, denying breast enhancement or enlargement or whatever. I could understand them doing that kind of, you know, they want to keep up this image of perfection. But if you got a breast reduction because you just thought your boobs were too big, which is sacrilegious if you ask me, but it I don't depends. think it's... So, they are too big. I don't think it's going... I, come on. What? Some, some people are. No. Yes. <laughs> Come on. They can't be too big. They can't. No, they can't. Um, point in case. Prove me wrong. And I'm not talking about one of these freak shows. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm talking about. But they're like, not natural. The, but they are too big. Oh, yeah, but they're not natural. This, they, that's what I'm saying. This is, these were her, her God-given titties, if you will. Mm. And she decides mm. that they're too big for my frame and I want to get them reduced. Like, I think that that's... There should be not a fucking doctor in the land that will perform that surgery. That that should be. But they should legalize euthanasia before that. All doctors want cash money. Yeah, but um, but I can't say that's something you deny. But I thought you know I always had a thing for though, like you say, back from fucking. And there was a touch of Wednesday Adams about her in this film, like when you know when he dyes her hair back dark and she's getting all pale and the black dresses on her and she was kind of going, "Oh, Wednesday's had a growing up. She grew up fine." The most realistic part of the film was when the. The cop was in the room. Yeah, and he's he, grabbing he, our tip. <laughs> Honk. Yeah. Arten, arten. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you gotta go, and he comes in to see his dead brother, and then he goes, Yeah, that's yeah. the teacher, isn't it? Yeah. Goes, oh, Yeah, I'll have a squeeze yeah. of that tip. Give me about know, three, four minutes to look at my brother's corpse. I'm not rub- gonna rub it out over here. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, what you call it? Yeah, because that, that's what I was thinking as well then when, like, Neeson was dressing her and all, like, how, how weird must it be? To be in that situation where, like, you've got this chick lying on a fucking mm. table, you're going to go, on. she's a hot chick, but she's a dead hot chick, so yeah. therefore, like, you know, I, can't, I shouldn't be torn on by this, <laughs> but would you be, or would you feel wrong, would you quit your job and go, no, this, this job ain't for me, I'm getting the wrong words, just got a bit of a semi, a bit of a chubby yeah. on me here as I'm dressing this one. When you getting turned on with a, the dead 86 year old woman that's when you quit yeah, your job yeah 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 when you're getting yeah, there's more when, of them yeah when you're getting 35 year old when when's the adams is doing mm-hmm. it for you yeah you're probably all right given that mm-hmm. she's te- well in that film she's technically still warm and all of that stage she's not actually dead but um i don't know was the thing as well i kind of i'm not sure if i picked this up or not was he kind of nearly testing them like was there a potential that he would have let her go uh i don't know because a couple of times he kind of he seemed to get bothered by the fact he was like you know all oh, these are fucking people say they want to live and blah blah, blah and mm. they fear dead enough and he seemed to be getting really annoyed and then at towards the end and he did say to her like when he kind of showed her the door and she it was like she got some weird vision or fucking thing and she didn't go out the door and he says oh, yes, they're all the same and he shuts the door again but like, it's, it's like it was like there was odd kind of tests or something like that he was nearly questioning her and testing mm. why do you want to live or what would you do differently and all and i wonder like was there an element of he would have let her go or something yes. She said to go out and start blowing everybody to see. Well, hey, away Wednesday. There you go, yeah. Give her that shot of adrenaline now yeah. and send her packing. But I uh, thought it was uh, when they're upstairs and he shows her the mirror. There, how prove that I'm dead? And uh, he re- unveils the mirror. I look like a corpse. You're dead. Of course, you look like a corpse. <laughs> yeah. Or you're uh, as close to dead as 
A live a person, live person yes. can be, yeah. Uh, I, I thought there was going to be an element of the shinning about it then when he recruits <laughs> the kid. Again, like, you know, oh, here we go. <laughs> Fucking Jack Nicholson's going to come tearing through any yeah. minute now. With an axe. Start busting open doors. No, not bad. I wouldn't go as low as the others. I mean, I'd probably give it a, a six, maybe. Yeah, five, five or six. Five or a six. Like, it's, you know, yeah, I probably couldn't see myself sitting down to it again, but wasn't mm. a bad. Yeah, we go. I'd call it a five, maybe. Yeah, maybe a six because of the. Naked Christina Ritchie parts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. That, that's that got to be worth an extra point or two. I think so. Um, did she get her tits out on Black Snake Moan? Was it Moan or Moan? Moan. It is Moan, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Because... Um, she was tied in underpants on a cut-off T-shirt to a radiator for most of the film. Yeah. Because that was the oh, thing she, that... She did. She tried to seduce Samuel L. I won't say I was, like, you know, shocked horror, like, oh, my God, Christina Ritchie got her tits out and all. But, like, sometimes it does. It, it seems to be becoming more acceptable mm. and all, especially when you see, like, if you watch Orange is the New Black and all. Like, the amount of them in that, that get their tits out or are walking around buck-ass naked and all. And I, I, I think it is, because, like, years ago, like, anybody that got their tits out in film, what did you ever see them in again? Nothing. They were that throwaway character, bring her in, yeah, get your part, like, in Bond films or whatever, horror films and all. And you never seen them again, but it's like it's becoming more and more acceptable. And, you know, I'm not complaining. Hmm. <laughs> it's no. all good. So, yeah, we'll, we'll boost that up to a six, though, for uh, Christina Ricci's ghost tits. We will. We got rated R because of the because of them yeah because there's nothing else really in a couple of fucks and that yeah. but that's about it there's nothing else really too graphic in or anything either like him stitching up her forehead mm. and all but her fucking Sylvester Stallone stitch up his own forearm and John Rambo so <laughs> why can't yeah. he nice and stitch up her foreskull yeah good it's movie though the oh yeah the ladies there's an increase in man arse especially in the Sons of Anarchy Jax gets his arse out in every second episode I must actually look it up um I'll show it to you off air. Like I must look it up there because I heard it on the radio. But Kevin Bacon put out like a like a PSA there recently, um, campaigning for more male nudity, and he says that it's in every one of his contracts. It's it, it's done as if it's real, but it's a it's a piss take by Bacon, and he says that he has it wrote into every one of his contracts for films and he gets naked in every film but usually they let it out because they just say it's too <laughs> much and all and he's he's campaigning for more <laughs> male nudity in films he's saying it's not fair that all we get is women in films and all yeah. it's very funny though. I must well, look it up and I'll pop the link up on the website I think if uh, you have to suffer through uh, Sipowitz and NYPD Blue getting his ass out in every season yeah <laughs> he do that yeah he does right um, yeah no, but I guess it is I suppose it, it, it is it's just a sign of the times isn't it yeah. going a lot more tolerable of body parts because like ultimately especially like say getting your tits out i mean yes tits are sexual but at the end of the day it's nipples we all have them we do you know what i mean it's the, the fucking cats have them <laughs> you know what i mean it's like there's no no big fucking deal like i mean and i think it's only a, as big a deal as you make it it's no different than walking down the beach on holidays and there's a board lying out topless sunning herself or there's a board walking towards you in a bikini but if you were walking down the street and a young one had a skirt on short enough that you could just see her knickers, you'd, you'd lose your shit because fucking hell, I can nearly see her knickers. Yes. Or if she leaned over a certain way, you're like, oh, fuck, I can see her bra. But it's all about the context and how it's given to you. And I think it's only as big a deal as you make it. I'm not saying everybody should, like, you know, mm. be going around dressed like sluts. But, you know, if you want to, work away. Well, I but had that. I've had, when I was driving at nights, lads saying to me, how do you drive around all the girls in their short skirts? And they're, if I don't, not look at them I'm going to crash the car yeah and after a while there's just people on the side of the road unless they're putting the hand out I don't care what they dress yeah, like yeah it's like when I done the body piercing and that um, 
that like that it is you know you have people coming in to get like nipple piercings and stuff done mm. and all and I suppose it's how a guy you know, I know a guy in a college is the wrong example because he's looking at dirty yeast infested fucking crabby fannies but you know essentially when you've got your work hat on yeah you might go Ooh, nice set but yeah. it doesn't kind of go beyond that because it's no different than walking down the beach there's no there's a difference between seeing a set of tits and then seeing a set of tits in a sexual manner like you know what I mean a, you know one on one sexual encounter or yes. whatever or two on one if you're lucky <laughs> but um what you call it but yeah three I think on it one is, if you have a big wallet what? three on one if you have a big wallet yeah it depends yeah it depends on the bank Rob. come here listen let's get something for next week here fingers crossed we got some more boobies with any luck uh, I'm not sure there's any boobies in this it is probably the right generation to um, get some boobies I know you're going to be happy Airplane 2 the sequel no uh, I don't think so no I don't think there's any... Oh, and you don't think you're going to be happy or you don't think there's any boobs? Just, it's a 70s think, movie, isn't it? Yeah, um, 80 maybe. Okay. Yes. Uh, I know we've spoken about these before. I wasn't introduced to that style of comedy through Airplane, so Airplane never seemed as funny to me as Naked Gun, but I know it's Airplane was the original. It's like yes. the godfather of that style of comedy. But So Airplane 2, the sequel. Yes. Happy about that? Uh, no, Airplane 1 was much better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say two? I meant one. And I just ripped this in half. <laughs> well, tough. You're getting the sequel. Okay, I'll suffer through it. You know. There's no Teen Wolf 2, the sequel. Yeah, well, yeah as far as sequels go, yeah. They, they, I'd say maybe only Robocop 2 could probably get, you know, top it. Yeah. Right, uh, I signed up to the gym there a couple of weeks ago. The kids are back in school. Louise wanted to sign up to the gym. There was some kind of multi-member deal going on, so I signed up as well. Like, you can't tell I'm so buff. But, um... Something kind of gets me. It's it's obviously it's a one open change room. It's not like you know individual stalls or anything like that. So you just go in. It's a locker room essentially. You know, for any everybody knows what a locker room looks like. There's lockers, with benches. Yes, pretty much. Now you have it. But what does dudes start like? Okay, for a start, there's weighing scales in it as well. Now, how much does a pair of jocks weigh? Or how precise do you need your weight to be? Yeah. Are you weighing in for the UFC? This is what I'm saying. Because half of the buyers that, I, that are on the scales don't look like they're exactly, you know, maybe they're aiming for a, a goal mm. weight. But I don't think the, what, what, what would you say a pair of jocks weighs? A couple of ounces? Yeah, if that. If that. Like, if you're taking your jocks off to weigh yourself, You've got to be going in and taking a shit beforehand as well. Yeah, like well, or a piss, because I mean, the piss would weigh more than shit, like. But it's, um, me beef is bollock naked walking around to get on the fucking weighing scales. Yeah. I mean, there's just no need for it. No. And I wouldn't mind if any of these lads were hung like a fucking donkey or anything. Like, the fucking, the, the little shriveled up mickeys are barely sticking out par, past our fucking ungroomed pubes. Like, you know, you can't help but get that eyeful when you want. Mm. You're like, what the fuck, yeah. Jesus Christ. You're, like. you're sitting on the bench putting on your socks. Yeah, and like. he's one leg up on the bench drawing his feet. Like, you're going to go, what the fuck, man, put on your jocks. Mm. Like, but it really is. Like, I mean, I come out and um, when I, like, if I, when I, if I go in for a swim first, then I come out, like, if I tell him, your shower gear waiting, I'll have a shower. But, I actually even get dried in the shower cubicle because there's no need with the bulk of me. And yeah. then I'll go out and I'll finish it off in the locker room because there's no need for me to be standing around with my arse out. I've no qualms. I mean, I'm not body shy or anything like that. You know what I mean? I've absolutely no problem about standing there in the nude if I had to. 
and the same goes for then if I, you know, I did, I weighed myself, say on Friday gone, I weighed myself. But I came out of the shower, got dried, pulled on my jocks, talked up my balls a little, went over and stood on the scales. Didn't need to go, oh, better, better deduct a couple of ounces for those yeah. jocks. I better get these jocks off. I'm not happy with what the scales or are saying. do some maths. If the scale says 180, say it's 179 and a half because I have jocks on. Yeah, at, at best I'm going to knock off a half a, ki- <laughs> half a kilo. What, what are you, fucking a chastity belt you're wearing or something? But it really is. It's just so bizarre. Like, that, and mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's these weird, wrinkly, elfless, like, and you're just kind of going... Put it fucking away. It's bad enough to have to see the rest of your wrinkly old fucking, what do they call it, age spots fucking all over your body and shit and that weird white back hair you've got going on and all. I don't need to see your sagging yeah. arse and then your dirty fucking low-hanging balls and midget Mickey. It's disgraceful. There's absolutely no need for it. There's not. You should write a strongly worded letter to Ben Dunn. Yeah, okay, like he's going to fucking listen. Now, you see, and again, this is where... I'd like to Bruce Jenner the shit out of this and head into the ladies' fucking locker room and kind of go, yeah, you pull on a wig and a fucking say, yeah, yeah, no, call me Denise, like, you know what I mean? I'm fucking transgender. You just can't, don't discriminate girls mm-hmm. and all this crack and see what's going on in there, like, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, know, I didn't ever really, I probably should ask Louise, did they do the same in there, like, or? Yeah, you probably should. Yeah, just for clarification. But it can't be just a dude thing. And like I said, on one hand, I could almost understand... And they're probably not weighing themselves as much. Who? But girls? The girls. Are, yeah. They'd but these fellas, like most of the fellas, like I, I would say, like I mean, I'm only there two weeks. And every day without fail, and I've been there every day, uh, well, five days a week um, for the last two weeks. And every day I've been there, someone's at it. Like somebody's walking <laughs> around buck-ass naked. And you're just kind of like, it's just... I mean, at the very least... Walk over with your towel around your waist. Yeah, drop drop your towel. But there's actually a little ledge in front of it because like, there's a mirror as well. Throw your towel up onto that ledge. Weigh yourself. And then put your towel back on. Like, it's just, like I said, I'm not body shy. I'm not prudish. Mm. It's just one of them weird things where if you don't have to be walking around nude, why would you? Yeah, I don't know. And they're not even like that. these people that you'd say are body proud. Like as if it's some lad who's ripped or some bored who's all cut and maybe she wants to, she's shown off her body because she's delighted with herself. Like like I said, 90% of the time it's wrinkly or somewhat fat elfless <laughs> and you're just going to go, do you really, you don't look like you care about your weight. What are you even on the scales for? Like, you know, it's, look at you. <laughs> Give it over. Get your fucking jocks on. Oh, that sounded wet. I wonder if the mic's picked that up. I think James just soiled himself with the talk of all these naked, wrinkly yeah, men. That's my response to them. Yeah. Like, fart in your general direction. It's just no need for it, is that? It's not. No. Not. Like, when I went to the gym regularly, I was living in Limerick, and the Munster rugby team were in the same gym. And, like, you wouldn't mind. Yeah, if anybody's lads. willing to walk, yeah, if anybody yeah. should be walking around and naked. They were a team, like, they're always together, so it's probably a bit more acceptable to walk around with your jocks off. Yeah, I'd imagine it is, because those boys come in, yeah. they're showering, they're getting dressed, they're in and out of ice baths, whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah. yeah. But I did what you did, like, you'd mostly dry off in the thing and then go in and finish off and get, get changed and get out of there yeah, as quickly like as I possible. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it's not even a, like, a, a weird dude thing where, like, um, like remember when we were in LA and the, the the motel room we got only had like I had a double a sin- and a single in it and there was three of us and it was because Darren like point blank refused like wasn't going to share a bed mm. that we ended up having to rotate with one on the floor each night now I would have no qualms about yeah. sharing a bed 
or going top and tails. Although I never understood top and tails because your bollocks are still in the yeah, same. I don't want some, somebody's feet in my yeah, face. Yeah, but your bollocks are still in the same spot. Yeah. Like, so what, what difference yeah, then, does it make? And then you have somebody's feet in your face. Yeah, I mean, what are you afraid? You're going to roll over and yeah. kiss in the middle of the night or something? I mean, come on. What the I fuck? I always found it weird when you see the, the films and there's three people in the bed and the guy in the middle has his feet up, up the top and his he- he's down between the other two sets of feet. Yeah, that, yeah who wants that? I'd take the heads to yeah. fuck it any day of the week. But like three, head, three heads, you lie yeah. on your back and look at the, look at the ceiling. That's the thing, but it, it is, I mean, like it's not like it's something that happens like you accidentally roll over and kiss the mm. person lying next to you. <laughs> you know, that sort of way. Yeah, how often does that you're happen? You're more likely to get kicked in the face because I know Louise is always giving out to me about it because... I like to, I won't say I'm a cuddler, but I do, I kind of like to spoon and I, she doesn't because she mm. says that when I'm falling asleep, I start twitching <laughs> and getting me flash, me Nam flashbacks on and stuff. And I, apparently I start twitching. She goes, you're fucking doing it again. And I'm like, I'm not, well, I haven't done it. I haven't moved. But she assures me I am twitching and stuff. So I mean, I'm pretty lightly to probably kick somebody in the face if I'm lying. Yeah, like, yeah tops and tails. Like, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just one of those things. But like I say, anyway, bottom mm. line, get your fucking it. jocks on. Apart from the maybe 20 minutes you're falling asleep, next seven hours you're asleep, so it doesn't matter where you are. Yeah, does it really matter? Like, yeah, you're not aware of who's beside you, where are you, what are you doing, are you the right way up? Is that a set of feet or is that the back of somebody's head in, in front of me? Or Like I say, but there's even the option. I mean, like if you're really that kind of worried about, oh, am I rolling over and all, there has to be the option of there's an extra blanket. So just a blanket each, or one lies on top of the blanket and the other yeah. one's under. So that's kind of splitting a halfway. That you know, if you're terrified of the, the touch of another man, like because you know, God forbid, you, you catch gay or something, the touch of flesh, and you might like it or whatever. I don't know, but yeah, it, it is. It's a weird one. I never forget that at night. That was the darkest hotel room ever when you pulled the curtains and all in it. Do you remember? It's funny how that memory's a being, weird thing like that. I don't remember it being dark, but my room was dark because I was sleeping during the day, so I had it. You know, I mean, I've had blackout blinds now, but, no, I but I, I've like there's very little light. Yeah, but this room, room was the darkest room I can ever recall being in. But I remember one of the nights it was my night on the floor anyway. I think you were in the double and Darren was in the single, which would have put me down at the feet of your bed, kind of. That's where the, the bit of floor was. And you've got that weird snoring thing. Like it's the, I say snoring, and I say weird snoring because it's not a fucking snore. It's it's like the mating call of a fucking Sasquatch or something. I don't know how you do it. It's like this. It kind of goes somewhere along the lines. I, I, I gotta follow Joe Rogan next time he goes camping. Yeah, freak him out. It's it, but you'd love to get a long ball between the crack of your ass or something. But it's this. It, it just makes this noise like. Or something like that. You're scaring the crap out of the dog. Yeah, here. but I remember like you know. You know when you're a, if you sleep on a floor, does that weird you have depth perception? You're aware you're lower than you should be when you're normally sleeping and stuff. And then that yeah, add but you're in, safe from the attack from the guy breaking into the yeah. hotel room. No, but and add Compton. in the the thing of when even if you crash over in somebody's house, when you first wake, you're initially aware that even though before you've seen it, you're kind of initially aware of the weird surroundings. I don't know if it's feng shui or what the fuck, but although you can't see what's around you, you're kind of aware of it, but this room was pitch black. I'm on the fucking floor, and I get woke at, God, I don't even know what time it is, and I go, <laughs> And I remember just like springing up like a fucking jack-in-the-box, like to a seated upright position, and just stopping, in pure terror, I just stopped and going, what the fuck was that? And I was in, <laughs> again and I remember and I think it was like pure fucking fear and and half asleep brain and I just gonna start repeating to myself, what the fuck is that out loud going, what the fuck is that 
what the fuck is that here? I was like, half hoping that like one of you was going to respond or something like that. But obviously yeah, me shouting. I was open. We said nothing. Come back to sleep. Yeah, obviously okay. me shouting like, "What the fuck was that?" Was enough to kind of bring you enough out of your slumber to stop that fucking noise. And I'm gonna lie, I'm gonna go. I think you know, obviously the brain switch on a bit of blood start pumping. I'm gonna, like, I think that was James snoring or something like that, and lay down and went back asleep. But it was just pure fucking fear to be woke yeah. to a noise like that in a room where you literally couldn't see a hand in front of your face. You're aware you're on the floor. You're gonna go. Why haven't I in a bed? Why isn't my brain working? What's that noise? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you can imagine the weird conversation the night before you, before you spend the first night with a chick. Listen, love. Yeah. <laughs> you might hear the mating call of a Sasquatch. I'm not saying yeah. you will. Yeah. From four inches. Yeah. <laughs> Legend has it that it can be heard. Yeah, no. No, it has. The, the, I was sharing a house down Limerick. I had the back uh, far corner room. Right. And the guy in the staying in the downstairs right the guy upstairs in the front opposite diagonal corner could hear me snoring yeah it is it's insane man. it's and it, like i say it's not even your consistent kind of you know comedy no, styles of three minutes and it'll stop or you know, 20 seconds sometimes yeah but that night i don't know how long we were asleep obviously i mean they were long days you're tired you're walking around the heat like you're walking around fucking la and bacon i don't know how i don't know if i just passed out or if i was asleep hours i, I think it was the first day I'm not sure. I, I, I can't. Re- no, I don't think it was because I don't think I ended up on the floor first night. I can't see me opting for the floor on the first night. I think we booted Darren onto the floor for the first night because it was his plan to not want to sleep in a bed. But um, oh, that was just yeah, just the stuff of fucking nightmares to be woke by a noise like that. Um, so we can get the podcast listeners a, a glimpse of it sometime because I, I can occasionally do it when I'm awake. It involves. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, you, you can snore when you're awake. Yeah, it involves uh, harassing the back of my throat, so I don't like to do it, ah. but it, it can be done. Or you could just set your recorder on yeah. your phone when you go to sleep. No, I can do it. I can do it particularly when I just wake up. If I'm yeah, well, okay, I don't want to be, be around. <laughs> I don't. Want, that'll <laughs> yeah. definitely give me those twitchy nam flashbacks. <laughs> I just come springing and go, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" <laughs> Jumping wait, through a window. <laughs> wait, sometimes you're dozing off. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, Ronda Rousey is set to be in the remake of Roadhouse. I did. In none other than Swayze's role. Yeah, I'm sure why not. With, well, yeah, I mean, they're giving it all this fucking gender swapping now with movies and all, but yeah, 1989's Roadhouse, I had to laugh on IMDb, the synopsis. How would you describe Roadhouse? Like, if you had to give a synopsis for uh, it. Big time bouncer comes to a small town to try and right the wrongs of Terry Funk. You should maybe want to submit to IMDb. Here it is. A tough bouncer is hired to tame a dirty bar. <laughs> That's it. Who the fuck wrote that synopsis? A tough bouncer is hired to tame a... What's that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. What did yeah. they think? There was a 10-word maximum on this thing? He's the messy of bouncers. Like yeah. He's... He's, he's meant to be the best of the yeah. best. He does his shit. He can control any situation. He can read trouble before it's even happened. Nope. A tough bouncer is hired mm. to tame a dirty bar. What is he, a fucking cleaner? <laughs> he is. Or does dirty bar mean something else in America? Possibly. Or quite possibly. But yeah, but um, mm. I don't... I, I remember a bit of Roadhouse. I kind of... It's generic 80s tripe, wasn't it? It's wasn't there a gang of lads purposely being sent in it's to... It's awesome. 80s action oh yeah no it's yeah it, <laughs> it is, is the epitome of it 80s is brilliant 
I mean, who else could like who makes a who in this day and age with all the double crosses and all the films that we see? Who the fuck goes in and pitches a tough bouncer goes and cleans up a bar? And it gets picked up. It wouldn't happen nowadays. No. Like only in the eighties was that ever going to be the pitch that was picked up. Who do you want for it? Well, there was this lad who used to do ballet. Was in a little film called Dirty Dancing. Uh, I fancy him for uh, the tough bouncer. What the dancing guy from Dirty Dancing? He's going to be the bouncer. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, it'll be grand. We have no. a topless scene. He's going to be doing some ninjutsu shit or something out the side of a lake. It'll be grand. Uh, okay. How much do you want? <laughs> he's going to fight Terry Funk. Yeah, I forgot Terry Funk was in only now you were saying this. He's still alive? Yes. Okay. Has he retired again? Yes. <laughs> he's about 80. Yeah, he's the Rolling Stones of wrestlers. He really is. But yeah, <laughs> but Ronda Rousey in it. So, I mean, what's wrong? Did somebody watch fucking Expendables 3 and kind of go, yeah, I could see that because that's mm. basically her part in Expendables 3. Yeah. Is <laughs> Swayze in, in Roadhouse. She could do that. She could live in the most zombie-proof house in America. She could live in uh, upstairs in a barn. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm just thinking, you know, you kind of wonder, like, you know, in the film, what's happening somewhere else in the world? But maybe that is Roadhouse. Maybe, like, what was happening elsewhere in the Expendables 3 world was Roadhouse. Yeah. And uh, that, that's actually what was happening. Maybe that's what they should do. They should, they should put, uh, pour that scene in where some wrinkly old dude comes and tries to recruit her and just before the end of the film or at the start of the film <laughs> or something like that. Should definitely write that in. Hollywood, if you're listening, you have my permission to use that. But, yeah, what do you think? Are you happy with that? Or you think it's a bit sacrilege to remake something like Roadhouse? Well, do you think that film needs remaking? Uh, yeah, because it's, it's not a good film. Like it's not, it's not like... Yeah, but there's a reason it's not a good film. It's because it's about a tough bouncer is hard yeah. to tame a dirty It's bar. not like a remaking Point Break. Like, Point Break is a classic. Yes. Um, oddly enough, I'm not, you know I'm not one for watching trailers, but I stumbled across the trailer for that at Comic-Con. Um, the, one of the cinemas had a screen thing set up giving out shit. And a trailer caught me eye, and it was only about halfway through it. I kind of copped and went, "This is gonna be point break." Like so, I kind of looked mm. away. But they seem to be turning away from just surfing and going kind of the triple X route of all extreme sports. Okay, like it's climbing, fucking parachuting. Now I know they've done a bit of parachuting and the whole thing, uh, point point break, mm. but uh, the original. But like that, yeah, it seems like they're going along the route of. So it's triple X. Yeah, basically, yeah, it's kind of like some weird bastard love child of fucking Point Break and Triple X yeah. I downloaded Point Break there a while back still haven't got around to watching it I'm trying to convince Louise to watch it she has never seen it well it's the, not a chick flick this from the girl this from the girl who fucking quizzes me over how haven't you seen Annie and why haven't you seen Oliver and, you know but hasn't seen fucking Point Break yeah. it's disgraceful not, it's a good thing you haven't seen Annie and Oliver of course it is I've never seen Oliver I've seen Annie like I said the only reason you watch it is because you got all excited as a kid can you go finally a ginger person on telly yes and then they give you Ron Weasley after that it is you have to wait for him there's like a moratorium <laughs> on when they can put the next ginger in a film like so you have to wait and see hopefully it'll be another remake maybe Dirty Dancing it'll be Ron Weasley no I watch all the Bill Burr films see a ginger yeah okay never really is he is he ginger yes you've been in the same room with the I man I know that's what I'm just thinking I don't recall him being a ginger yes he's like me like shaved head but <laughs> yeah that, that has he got red balls he uh, does billboard double R isn't it yeah let me just bring up a picture of this motherfucker I don't recall him having red hair he does oh I'm, I'm not doubting you I mean you guys can smell your own uh, yeah he does yeah yeah like that's really tight so it's kind of and I think 
a lot of pictures really I see with gel in it and all it kind of darkens it up so he doesn't really look that ginger but there's one here where he's got a, a bit of a beard over maybe a, a six o'clock shadow and yeah you can definitely see it's pure ginger <laughs> um okay billboard is a ginger yes. no wonder you like him like, yes. he's also very funny yeah he's hilarious he really is um yeah well ronda rousey patrick swayze so why not Yes. They're remaking Mary Poppins, so maybe they should I make her a bloke. No, maybe they should make her a bloke. Yeah. Don't do all this gender equality bullshit. Maybe we can have a male nanny now. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. Oh, Jesus. Didn't they do that? Yes. What was that called? Mr. Nanny. Mr. <laughs> that has to be in the <laughs> 80s. Again, when that's the pitch, we're going to have a male nanny. He's going to be this really tough guy, mm. but he's going to have a soft side. What we call it? I I it's believe, like the uh, Simpsons. Remember the police cops? It's a show about mm. what we call it. Police? Cops? Police cops, and I think uh, Triple H has been in a child mining film as well. Uh, wasn't Vin Diesel as well? The pacifier, possibly, and possibly The Rock done something as well with kids. It's like an obligatory uh, used to be tough guy wrestler. Yeah, that's a shoulder soft side. Yeah, I'm pretty sure The Rock done something as well. Possibly, this has got to be IMDb since I have it on. Possibly the Tooth Fairy. I don't know why I even know that, but possibly. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson, Two Fairy, 2010. Let's see what the synopsis of this is. Um, a bad deed on the part of a tough minor league hockey player results in an unusual sentence. He must serve one week as a real-life Two Fairy. Oh, my God. That sounds fucking terrible. Although um, Julie Andrews is in it. Isn't that Mary Poppins? I don't know. Talk about full Nor circle. Pretty sure it is. Triple H is chaperoning a school bus full of kids. Yeah, Julie Andrews is Mary Poppins. There's full circle for you right there. All right. See, you can link all this shit up. So maybe The Rock should be Mary Poppins. Maybe that's what the internet is telling us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. Definitely going to fucking pitch that to Hollywood as well. No, no, they need to move on from The Rock. The Rock's fighting the weather. He's busy. Um, no, I'm pretty sure he's moving on to fighting uh, 80s video game monsters in Rampage. Okay. Have you watched Ballers? No. Apparently very good. Um, yes. I didn't realise it's... the, the uh, And what's making me kind of interested as well is that the people are calling it like the entourage of American football. Like that seems to be what it's about. And um, Short as well. Half hour show. So you're talking maybe runs 22 minutes yeah. when you cut out all the crap. Tits and famous people over American football. Pretty much NH, NH, no, NFL, is yes. it? NFL, tits and ass NFL version. Um, yeah, so The Rock for Mary Poppins too. Any news? Uh, no. All right, we'll leave it there, so. <laughs> Give us some fucking news, bitch. How, how much time have we got? Oh, I'm sure we've plenty. It's always enough time for a bit of news. Yeah, 15 minutes. All right. <laughs> There's a stolen bike recovered in Spain. Okay. Significant why? It was stolen from the Tour de Spain. Is that a thing? Yeah, there's a tour of everywhere apart from Ireland because you'd be d- do it in two days. <laughs> isn't, but isn't the Tour de France, like, doesn't that tour around, hasn't the Tour de France been in Ireland? Um, do I sound like a complete idiot saying that? Or It has, but it's the Tour of France. There's a tour of Italy, Spain, oh, okay. France, and other countries. I've never heard of the others. I've only ever heard of the Tour it's, de France. And because I've heard of the Tour de France <laughs> happening in Ireland, I assume yeah, that It's that like tennis. There's more than Wimbledon. But that's the one you hear about, because it's the big one. Yeah, okay, right, so. So, mm. a bike is robbed. 
for yeah. the Tour de Spain, or it's not obviously not Tour de Spain in Spain. It's Tour. The Tour of Spain. Yes. Okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> I was gonna say less Spain, but that would be France as well. <laughs> <laughs> this bike, the tour bike, was stolen. Worth twelve grand. It was found this week. But well, that's nice. What do you got? Like a, for twelve grand, there must have been like a GPS tracking device in it or something, was there? Nah, no, somebody wandered into a second-hand shop and spotted it. <laughs> <laughs> How much is it going for? Not twelve grand. Look, because that's what you'd love to know. Like, you know, what sort of fucking clown who stole it and traded it in or handed it in? Like, what? What did they know? Obviously, they wouldn't have had a clue what they had. And if it's a second-hand shop, nobody's spending more than twenty quid on something anyway. Yeah. Like, so. No, it was for sale for one hundred and twenty euro. That's a fucking bargain, man. It is. What's that, a thousand percent decrease? <laughs> Some, something like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Oh, you'd be pissed if you were to, in there the day before I was found in there. Oh, I don't know if I spent 120. I might spend would, 100. Would you take 100? No, 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 no senor. Uh, I'm bad at accents. <laughs> I should probably just give them up accents and impressions. Uh, yeah, but like, haggling the toss over 20 quid or something with some fucking, you know, Mexican lad in, in this fucking shop selling you the bike and then you realise you open the papers the next day and you go, ah, yeah. oh, oh, shit. That could have been mine. Although I'm pretty sure in a case like that, whatever your average stolen, you know, 100 quid Halfords bike, I'm pretty sure in a case like that, even if you bought it and then it was spotted, I'm pretty sure they take it back. Yeah. But you could have got a, a go on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mister, give a shot, yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah. It normally takes you twenty minutes to cycle to work. You're there in twelve. You're there. Something different about this yeah. bike. <laughs> Not sure what it is. Yeah, but the arse isn't cut off me. I'm here like eight minutes early. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, because I know there's a guy who gets his haircut on me, and he's big into cycling. And I remember when I lived down that way, like walking out to work one day, and he was out. Kind of, he was obviously having me walk on his bike, and he was just kind of figure an eight on the road spinning around mm. and I'm just checking it out and we just got chatting for a minute and he said I goes oh, here check it out like, and you could literally pick the bike up with one finger like, yeah, the whole light. thing wheels everything carbon fibre the whole thing is like fucking carbon fibre like, it weighs nothing like it's insane mm. but I don't know I mean obviously any edge is an edge it's like saying you know swimmers shaving their bodies and all this like, how much drag is on a bit of leg hair do you need oh. to shave your body but how light does your bike need to be very i mean <laughs> is it not balanced out then with downhill is not weight your friend when you're going downhill if you're not going downhill all the time most of the race is on flat yeah i guess isn't, isn't it renowned for like being like in the mountains and shit though in the mountain section most of the race is in flat okay. we have four I days like i said i mean i don't do you follow this shit i used to okay back when uh the irish lads were good steven roach yeah Sean isn't so I know there was a Sean no, as well. Paul isn't Kimmage. Isn't there? Is there a Sean Roach on now? Isn't that Nicholas? Nicholas, is that? I knew. I knew there was a Sean in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but it's a your man Roach's son. I'm yeah. Okay. That's weird. That's gonna be a weird thing to follow in the footsteps of, though, isn't it? I want to be a competitive cyclist like my dad. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. What did your dad do for a living? Uh, something sending letters to people. Postman. No, he worked <laughs> in the. Was that that, that job? The job description yeah. beyond you. It wasn't a postman, but he, he sent out letters and packages to people okay. from the publishing company place. Oh, right. Yeah, see, because my dad, like, he... Technical job description was, like, lab attendant, but basically he's a, he's a driver. He, he's driven all his life for a living, like, you know. 
But like that, I followed in his footsteps. What? I followed in your dad's footsteps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, indirectly, Alan did as well because, like, you know, he's a qualified electronic engineer, but got a pain in his bollocks with all these computer places shutting down every couple of fucking years and having to get a new job. And he took a job at Dublin bus, so he ended up as a driver as well. But I don't know. I always thought it was a weird thing to kind of this follow in the footsteps, sort of. Yeah, it is. Is it not? To me, it's a bit sheepish. It's like you didn't actually make up your own mind it was kind of trust upon you mm. or forced on you or it would a lot, a lot of people have to make up their mind very young and that's all they know yeah. my dad is yeah it's like this. picking the same football team your dad supported yeah. or whatever as the team for you to support or what have you yeah oh your dad makes you pick the same football team because yeah, that's the jersey he's buying you yeah <laughs> yeah I suppose so um, how do we get into that oh yeah I said bikes being robbed yes <laughs> but they got it back anyway they did all's well that ends well the yeah. tour will go on but don't these boys have like backup bikes and they do, but how many backup bikes can you get at 12 grand a pop? Yeah, because, well, i got to imagine these guys are sponsored and all, are they? Yeah, but, like, you, this is my bike. It it rides a certain way. It fits a certain yeah. way. All of a sudden, he's getting the bike from the snapper he handed yeah. to him. <laughs> Poor bastard. It's on the balls off himself. I always loved that bit of the kids coming around the corner on the bike too big for him. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're dumb enough to go out and pay, spend fucking 12 grand on a fucking bike anyway and not spend enough money on a fucking lock to go with that 12 grand bike, you deserve to have it robbed. Because that's the sort of that I can never understand. Like, you know, if you're going to spend big bucks on something, don't skimp on the security of it. No. You know, you don't go in and buy a fucking 10 euro lock in Aldi to protect your two grand bike and then come out and shock that some junkies that have tuned the fucking chain off it and made off with your bike. Right, what else happened in the world? Uh, somebody flew the wrong plane. Right. From LA to uh, Hawaii. Right. We're going to say Hawaii enough to get a quote of Simpsons here. Yeah. Hawaii. Hawaii. Why are you going to Hawaii? Stop saying Hawaii in there. <laughs> um, and what, so how do you fly the, the, the wrong plane? You're flying the wrong plane. Yeah. It so was what, he's meant to go somewhere else or? No, it was the plane, they had the, the right people were on the plane. Okay. It was the plane going to Hawaii. So but it wasn't certified to go to Hawaii. <laughs> You've lost me completely on this one. Apparently planes have certifications. Hawaii's <laughs> Stop saying Hawaii. Hawaii's five so hours. Just say the destination. <laughs> f- f- Hawaii's five hours from LA over water. Right. Like if you're flying to New York, there's other places you can land if you have to. And this plane wasn't certified to fi- fly five hours over water. Right. So Technically, it's the wrong plane. Um, I don't know fuck all about aviation. No more than I know about the Tour de France. But uh, isn't a plane a plane? Like, I would have if, thought so. If it's certified to... F- is that not like saying, oh, your car is not certified to drive for five hours. It's only certified to drive, like, you know, to work and back, which is an hour commute. Like, is a plane and not the same? I don't want to be on a plane that's not certified to... F- yeah, fly like, for five what's hours. What's going to happen? Is it like the sell-by date on field or something? It, the plane's going to go bad after five hours of flying, yeah. and bits are going to start falling off, and it gets yeah. all crusty and shit. Like, like. The, is it laser shoots down? We're not over land; we're over water. We've been flying for five hours. Yeah, and which is self-destruct. And I mean, okay, with the exception of you know landing potential, but I got to imagine if a plane gets into trouble, its potential for landing is pretty low anyway, regardless of over land or over water. So I don't know. And they, they discovered this mistake when it was halfway there. But they decided to keep on going rather than turn yeah, around. Well, halfway there is halfway back, yeah. so <laughs> that's still the whole journey. It is. Might as well, well get the people to Hawaii. I'd be pissed if we were on a plane. Going to Hawaii? Going to Hawaii. 
and it turns back when you're halfway there and you find out because it's not certified to fly for five hours over water and you've just flown for five yeah. hours over water you're and you're not in Hawaii. Two hours, 29 minutes into the flight, they yeah. turn you around. It's got to be the worst sensation ever when you're on the plane and there's some sort of delay announced. But you're mm-hmm. on the plane, you're trapped, you can't go anywhere, you're there. It's a horrible fucking thing. I can't remember who was listening to, to doing a, a podcast, possibly that lad who does the one with Mosier. Oh, and, uh, yeah, and does, I can't remember, could have been him, might not have been. But it was, he was on a plane for a bunch of hours because of a lightning storm. But they couldn't get off the plane because it's not safe to get off the plane during the lightning storm. But it's not safe to take off. So you just sit on the plane till the storm oh, goes. Yeah, that's horrible. It, it is. It's because... And like, you've no end time, you know. No, that's, that's, that's the problem. You see, I don't... That, and it's the same with delays in an airport. But at least a delay in an airport, you can get up, you can walk around, you can get something to eat, you can, you know, avail of their free half hour of Wi-Fi or whatever <laughs> it is. But, but like you say, when you're stuck mm. on a plane, it's the finality of it just being, oh, I'm stuck here. I can't get up a very little space. I know yeah. that even when we do get going, then I have another fucking whatever, two, four, six, eight hours flight ahead of me. This is the last thing I wanted or needed. Yeah, I don't know. That that that's that's an odd one. Like, who, like I said, I can't fathom that a plane is not certified to fly. It's either airworthy or it's not. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Would I you? don't want to be on the plane that's not certified to fly. Yeah, that that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. No, nor me, nor me. All right, the story we've all been waiting for. The chicks with dicks. Chicks with dicks. Yeah, I Woman. seen the headline for this about a week ago. Uh, You've assured me that this case like was coming up. I was ongoing, but it's, it's wrapped up today. Tell us more. Do tell, do tell. A woman has been convicted of impersonating a man over two years to dupe her friend into having sex. Um, and then the show. Gail Newland, 25, disguised her appearance and voice as she demanded the other woman put on a blindfold when meeting up. The pair had sex about 10 times until the complainant ripped off her mask and in disbelief saw Newland wearing a prosthetic penis. See, there's so much wrong with this story that, you know, you can't help but think that. Are the two of them in on it? And are, is it some sort of a compensation case or something like that? But what was the sentencing? Am I right in saying, did I hear on the radio today two years or something she got for it? Which I thought was ludicrous because, you know, bar deceit, I'm not sure if fraud goes as far as human bodies, but bar the deceit of her, like, you know, getting there or crying game on and not saying she was a woman. Like, the sex was consensual. Yeah. So it, there's no form of rape or anything going on here. They're both of age, so it's not statutory. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't see and what's criminal about it. If you're going to have sex with somebody, you say, can I at least look at your face first? Yeah, because that's the thing then. Like, she claimed she was the high... She, she, from what I read, something to do with the high-pitched voice, she claimed she was from fucking Singapore or some shit. Or she gave some weird excuse, which kind of meant she had a... He had a higher voice. And... As if that's not odd enough, and then apparently used to bandage down her chest and stuff like that. So the thing is, what I and wore a baseball cap, but <laughs> the face, like bandaging mm. down your tits and putting on a baseball cap, doesn't make you a bloke. No. So she's obviously, if she's bandaging down her tits, this one's obviously seeing her. So it's not as if it's some rendezvous in a hotel room where it's like you know you wait there with a blindfold on, I'll come in. So, yes. uh, and at what point, I mean, 
Um, that again going back to when I worked in the piercing shop that was out the back of a, a sex shop like an adult shop so I've seen me share of fucking dildos and vibrators and whatnot and all and while I, I, I can't I just can't imagine that there's a dildo or strap on out there that could possibly simulate the actual feel of a dick like yeah. did was it just like oh no foreplay I don't want the blowjob I don't want you to fucking wank me off I just no I'll just horse it into your boss was why do you have a blindfold on apparently and this went on ten times before you got in any way suspicious and whipped off the blindfold <laughs> and it's our friend in front of her like yeah. apparently they spent hundreds of hours talking on the phone yeah there was a lot of person. chatting and that's how yeah. they kind of got talking or something like that yeah but it all just sounds far too fucked up and bizarre to be it, it, real it does like and if these people were friends beforehand do you not notice this like yeah, yeah i mean you know it's just that yeah, you not notice the voice and you're gonna go hang on mm, a minute your voice like, sounds familiar like, with or, that, under that baseball bat you kind of look like me mate <laughs> wearing a baseball bat <laughs> just <laughs> balanced on her head said cap. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying like yeah you know and she got some bad fucking Tom Selleck stick on moustache yeah. or something and joke shop glasses with a <laughs> nose on it. Like, none of it makes any sense. Oh, weird. And especially not the whole, and I mean, I suppose different strokes for different folks. Maybe she was a kinky bitch. But the whole meeting up to have sex with somebody and wearing a blindfold. And then, like, what was your woman doing? Lobbing a half tub of warm yogurt on her back <laughs> when she was finished? Like, you know, what was the finish in this scenario? I'm wearing a condom. That's the end of that. Uh, I don't know there's nothing about this to me makes any sense like I'd like to cross examine this chick the only, the only thing is though you can't see this going the other way it's never going to work the other way there's never going to be some dude tricking yeah. his mate into thinking he's a bored and then kind of going no I'm just a dirty bitch I just love yeah. it in the arse none of that pussy messing for me <laughs> and keep your hands to yourself yeah um, yeah, what, what do you think of me tits? A couple of chicken fillets in a bra. No, leave me bra on and just, just fuck me in the ass. It's grand. Yeah. Don't mind if my arse is a bit hairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just leave that blindfold on. <laughs> what, what, what's that slapping against me? <laughs> me, me, me bald love. Um, <laughs> that's an oversized clip. <laughs> yeah. Saggy lips. I don't know. <laughs> what, some it's some not, woman problem. I'm embarrassed. It's not a dick. Yeah, yeah it's de- definitely not my balls. <laughs> Just ride me like a pony. <laughs> I mean, like I say, that's never happening. Yeah. Nor should this have happened. Like it's that's just it. ludicrous. You wander into the bathroom after that. You ring your mate. And he's outside to try to talk to you through the door on on the phone. He's Mrs. D- <laughs> he's Mrs. Delphire. Yeah. Remember that scene where she's getting drunk because he's going between the two. And that's his other go. Yeah, ring the second one. Yeah, what's the story? Did you get your hole off your one hour? Be out now, love. <laughs> <laughs> just lubing me arse up <laughs> yeah what's the story I heard she's a dirty bitch you know mm. and then all of a sudden he's on the phone kind of going be with you in a minute yeah. then he sticks his head out the door yeah, you're right <laughs> the guy in the bedroom I love if she did this was out the bathroom do you know How'd what I'd love <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's <laughs> like I say uh, you know it, it's got comedy gold written all over it, it like, it's like the the porn parody of Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> like, but it just this shouldn't be happening in reality. It really shouldn't. There's, there's no way on this earth any woman should be able to convince another woman to do the shit that she was asking her to do, or convince her that it's a man and that no, that's not a strap on. Because I don't know, maybe do do dildos come with balls? 
like, yeah, I'd imagine, sure, what the fuck, why would they? <laughs> you know, what, you like to fucking fondle them? <laughs> well, I don't get it. Why, why would they? I don't know, but... <laughs> That's another... Hang on, let's, let's Google. <laughs> Actually, probably shouldn't have been in my search history, but <laughs> that man would be watching uh, Dildo with Balls. <laughs> Things that have never been Googled before. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> there's, there's a balls with dildo. <laughs> well, there's, there's one here. It looks like it's on a suction cup or something. There's a ah here's here's the the freak one. There's the there's obviously one for the the, the again lesbians. Why why do you want a dildo if you're a lesbian? But here's a double ended one. But there's balls in the middle, <laughs> so it's like double dick. <laughs> Balls in the ball. middle. One set of balls or two? Um, looks it? like one. I don't know. It's if there's two, they're giant back to back. But um, like, why the fuck would a lesbian want the dildo? Like, either so it's just you, you can, hate men. You just don't yeah. hate. You don't hate their body parts. Just men. You like the feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's like be like a couple of gay lads going on. Put that strap-on pussy on there <laughs> on the right. You're like, it, just get bored at that stage. Like, what, what are you doing? Fuck's sake! <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be. We pop. We pop out. thinking all not safe for work and uh, make the featured image <laughs> this week. A double-ended dildo with balls. Yeah, no. that's it's a bizarre story. But did you read yeah. up? Did is there a time frame? And did she get jail or? No, there's no sentencing yet. Okay, I I thought I heard something. Maybe it's been. Maybe they said it was going on for two years or something. It was. It was going on for years. Oh, okay. Because so. yeah, I definitely thought I heard two years mm. on the radio today. I literally cut off halfway through a haircut to turn off the clip. I'm like, hang on, I've heard about this. What what, what, what I can't believe is actually on the real news. Like, because I read that like on the internet, you know. But when it makes it to the fucking to the actual national news, you're gonna know. Yeah, this is a, this is a legit story mm. right here. Yeah. But they stopped talking about migrants and yeah. refugees. <laughs> there are Syrian migrants and. Uh, Fucking boards with strap-ons, but fucking hell, I know which one I want to let into the country. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah, there it is. Right, so leave it there. No, one more clip. Oh, to show you. Players, you come over and watch it. Okay. video. Here I comes. Hopefully, it plays. Give me half tub of warm yogurt ready. Here I come. Warning: graphic content. Always nice when that precedes any clip you're gonna watch. I always hate that YouTube puts the caption of it. So if you're trying to surprise somebody with what's in it, you can't. Okay, so we've got some CCTV footage here. We've got one of the golden girls. Yeah, we're in a, some sort of supermarket. She looks like she works there, does she? Or No, that doesn't. No, she's a, next in the queue. Okay. I, know, I thought that was a waistcoat, like one of those kind of Walmart-type waistcoats. So she's standing there, put her basket away or whatever. Okay, I don't know if it's just bad footage or whatever, but she's she's now on the ground. She was she was standing a second ago. This dude just decked her. Yeah, he's a ginger as well. See, he's yes. a fucking evil. We are. Go back. Let me see this again. It's a, the video's not playing well for whatever reason. Okay. Uh, I get the gist though. Yeah. I mean. There doesn't even seem to be any exchange between them. No. But in defense of the fellow ginger lad, she was way too close. Like, stand back from the 
Like, let him yeah. do his business. Yeah, and yeah. She's on back. his shoulder. Yeah. There's no need to punch her. <laughs> yeah, we well, see. The, the, it, it's it, it's typical crime watch type footage. It's fairly grainy. It seems to be. It's like it's been filmed with a fucking strobe light. Like it's missing frame for frame. But no, there, there are better videos. This video is just bad. Oh, okay, so he does punch her. He doesn't just push her yeah. or something. No, he but, punches I her. I mean, she looks like she's not a day under eighty. <laughs> like you know, full head of white hair, proper. What was the what was the little Elvin in the Golden Girls? Blanche. Possibly Blanche. I, I thought Blanche is yeah. the name I know as well. But I'm unsure that was a little Elvin, but. The guy, 34, belted a 61-year-old. 61? She's never 61. She could have a tough life in Russia. Oh, okay, well, okay, for a start, then, why do you call her an old lady if she's 61? Because the person writing this was 20. Yeah, but she's not even of retirement age, so she, you're young enough to be working. You're still young. Old age pensioner to the ground. Fuck, I'm going to Russia. Yeah. Fucking pensions over there are coming a lot earlier. So, does it say why, what happened, arrested, no, sentenced to 20 litres of vodka or anything like that? <laughs> no, no, he says he was a, basically a dick. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He'd just be punching <laughs> some old one in, a, in the supermarket. <laughs> goes back, tells all his mates over a bottle of vodka how hard he is. He's at a, a belt and flooring this board yeah. with one punch. Like. But you do that the thing that annoys me. When yeah, sitting on your lip. Yeah, she's all up on you. Just stand back there with your with your gear. Yeah, because you, you get it a lot with people with buggies. And they're clipping your fucking heels in a queue. And you're kind of like, mm. do you not know the fucking the diameter or boundaries of your own, the buggy you're yeah. fucking pushing? Or like you say, they're just directly behind you. And you literally feel them breathing on the back of your neck. And you're That's like, like, if you're standing right behind me or three feet back, you're still next. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's the thing I can't understand. Yeah, It doesn't make any difference. Because I remember standing in the bank once. And um, like that, I'm not one of these that can get up on top of fucking people. And this dude behind me kind of goes to me, do you want to move up there? And I turned around and said, why? There's still the same amount of people between us. Like, that's not going to fucking, yeah. that's not going to change the, the, the queue. It's not going to, like, you know, this guy was getting pissed off and frustrated, like, about, like, you know, kind of moving yeah, along. But I'm kind of like, no, that's still the same amount of people. It it's is. like I remember a guy arguing the toss at a taxi rank in Galway once. Now, obviously there was drink taken and all, but this girl came out of Supermax and came over and joined her friend on the queue. When he started giving out about telling a woman to go to the end of the queue, but they're getting into the same car. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It didn't make a hate difference. If three of our mates had a joined, it still didn't matter. They were all still getting into the same mm. car. And like people pointed this out to your man, and it got to the stage yeah. where it just became far too drunk people, and stupid. Yeah, to people notice. were laughing at him, and he wouldn't concede. He started kind of yeah. going, "It's the principle of the matter," and all. He no, just wouldn't not, concede right? to the fact that he was completely fucking wrong. But yeah, I've it is. It's that, that argument in a bank as well, outside the bank, waiting for it to open. But I left the gap between me and the person in front of me for the bank machine. Yeah. And the guy behind me said, "Do you want to move up?" And I was there, no, because somebody will come along in a minute and want to use the bank machine. Yeah, well, I have the flip side of that though. I done the exact same thing, and some dude stood at the end of what he thought was the queue, yeah. and I'm gonna like, what? What am I fucking chop liver? What I'm standing here like? <laughs> it's like last night at the cinema, that Elwin and our daughter. Well, I presume our Elwin and our daughter. Um came up and there's two clerks um there's, but there's one queue splitting at the top yeah there's one queue there's two clerks there's somebody on the at the left clerk the right clerk just finishes with somebody the other person that's in front of us does the manner manner mannerable is that a word 
Honourable. Honourable. Well, not really. I don't know. I don't know, what there's any, to say. I don't know there's, they're, they're mannerly. They wait to be called. Okay. Yes. So they're waiting in line as you. The fu- person might have to wander off and do something. They're not. Yeah. You don't automatically just jump on them. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it pisses me off in the shop as well. People just jump into the chair when I yeah. get up I'm, to take for yeah, the haircut. You might go and take a piss. Yeah, but I will. I'll actually do that. Even if yeah. I had no intention of taking a piss, I'll say, be watching a second, and I'll walk off and I'll leave them there yeah. for a second. Sometimes it depends on who it is. But take uh, crap. Don't wash your hands. Yeah, but uh, like that. We're standing there, and this the person in front of us doesn't step up immediately. They're kind of waiting to be called. And this woman and her daughter walk up and go to walk up to the thing. And it's only when they go to walk up, then your woman makes a play for it. And they kind of look and kind of go, oh, no, no, work away. And then I overheard them. You didn't cop this. But the daughter kind of saying to her, oh, we're getting dirty looks or something like that. Because I kind of looked at them as well as if to say, yeah, you may get behind us. And yeah. that's what we were just saying afterwards. Like, if you're too fucking dumb to work a queue... You deserve the dirty look. You need yeah. somebody to say something or look at you a certain way to put you in check and say, no, you can't just walk in here. We're not all queuing up for the guy on the left because we don't want to use the guy on the right. Clearly, it's mm. one fucking queue that's branching off as you get to the top. <laughs> you absolute fucking moron. Well, in fairness, the guy on the right was black. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they could have talked. <laughs> look at these racists. Come on, love. We'll show them how open-minded we are. <laughs> Let me get some black corn. I mean, popcorn. <laughs> My nigger. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just people can't work kios. No, They're dumb they as fuck. They really are. <laughs> well, uh, we'll definitely leave it there, so. Uh, before we go. No! Uh, go on. Uh, you were giving out about talking about the quality of the patrons of the cinema down in, that might be down in the point. Oh, yes. And uh, the nice group of lads who left the cinema peacefully just out, just before the end of the film. Yeah, go, what's with that? Yeah, a couple of guys grew up with... Couple of, yeah, you know you're at the end of the film. There's a couple yeah. of minutes left. And but the, the, they've caught no chin. Yeah, yeah, they've caught, yeah, yeah, Simon Pegg. No, no chin, Simon Pegg, doppelganger. But yeah, they, they start kind of shouting and whistling and stuff. It's just kind of like... Wait, we're mad yeah, and we're just, leaving. Yeah, like, like what did they do? Did they get out the door and then they're going to start patting one another on the yeah, back? and High-fiving. Wasn't that deadly? We went, woo, and whistled as we left the yeah. cinema. You're a mad mick. Like, I was never that moron. I was a dumb nah. fucking kid, but I was never that fucking dumb, yeah. that's for sure. I didn't want people to be looking at me. So I just yeah, wanted to leave it, places. It's, yeah, like, but like I said, what is the, what did they do? They don't go outside going, oh, fucking great job at the whistling. And Mick, yeah. that was a great woo-hoo or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Best cinema leaving ever. Yeah, it's just like, no, you are a couple of shy bags. Get the fuck out. Right, so, for me, Derek, it's goodbye. And for me, James, goodbye. Jog on. <laughs>